Today's episode of Read Me Romance is brought to you by my cat. If you don't want me to pet you, stop looking like a cat, Molly. Hey everybody, it's me, Tessa Bailey. It's Tuesday. We're here for the second installment of Roping the Cowboy by Kennedy Fox. And I can't wait to get back in there and see what Kat and Braxton are up to after their one night stand. I I gather things are going to be awkward because that's what happens in romance novels. Things are never, (laughs) things never go according to plan. Okay, so since I'm at the controls today, I'm going to read a ghost story because I can. I know Leah and Mel don't like my ghost stories, but I do. So here we go. This one's from Elizabeth. This was sent in to us. Sorry if I didn't mention that. I'm going to read some listener mail. Okay, Elizabeth. I work a night shift for 10 hours, but nights when I go home early and I'm driving, I always see figures running on the sidewalks. (laughs) Just to be clear, I'm the only person on the roads. Then when I get home, I sit in the car for a little bit and always have figures of people walking out from behind my car. And when I look around, there isn't anyone there. So I sit in my car longer than I need to until I'm comfortable enough to get out. Elizabeth, I don't, I hate to break it to you, but I think you might be Bruce Willis from The Sixth Sense. (laughs) That's terrifying. <laughs> I, that like, that's, that's scary. And then she like sent me a screenshot of a sex toy that she likes, which I'm like, Elizabeth, you're, you're, you're well-rounded and I, you're cool and I like you. Okay. So the next one is from Marilene. It says, Hey ladies, I am one of your most devoted lady listeners. Thank you for making that a thing, everybody. <laughs> lady listener is totally caught on. But I do listen, do listen to your to you daily on the podcast. I read you on Facebook. I see you on Instagram. I am a lover of romance. I love reading it. I love listening to it. I've been with my significant other since 2010. We've always had a healthy sexual life. Then I got pregnant in 2015 and gave birth in November of 2015. And I went on a dry spell. I was breastfeeding. I was sleep deprived. And my body wasn't the same. I used to be a huge TV show fanatic. But when you breastfeed, You kind of want the volume to be down so that your little bundle of joy falls asleep and then you can fall asleep. So I started reading through Kindle Unlimited and that changed everything for me. Now my daughter is three years old and I haven't picked up on TV shows for the past three years, but I can quote my favorite authors. Read Me Romance is just the cherry on top of the cake. It allows me uh, to get my fill of romance and HEA while I'm driving to school and while I'm drotting. Oh, I'm studying to be a drotter. What's that? I should look that up. D-R-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Somebody must know out there what that is. And or am I just am I just <laughs> ridiculous and, for being a writer and not knowing that? Okay. So she decided to go back to school after maternity leave to be a better provider for my daughter. And the way you interact with each other on the podcast gives me a smile every day. So for all that, I say thank you, Melia and Tessa. The reason I read this one, not just because it was really super sweet, but I watched this comedy special on Netflix this weekend called A Hard Hard Knock Wife by uh, it's uh, Ali Wong, A L I Wong W O N G, and it was uh, all about her becoming a mother and like what <laughs> what it does to your body, what it does to your relationship. And like how complicated and oftentimes awful it can be. And it's so funny. I highly, highly recommend you guys, if you've had a child recently, especially, 
to go watch it on Netflix. It's a comedy special. It's under the comedy section. I think if you like scroll down to like specials, it's like pretty much featured Ali Wong, the hard knock wife. And she, (laughs) she talks about, I mean, everything from penis size to just like what happens to your vagina after you give birth. And so this email inspired me to tell you guys about that because it, it like made my week. I was rolling, dying, laughing on my couch. Okay. So anyways, that was awesome. Thanks for emailing us guys. We love getting emails and I'm going to send you guys into the second installment of Robing the Cowboy by Kennedy Fox and I'll catch up with you guys on the other side. Bye. Chapter three, cat. Oh my God. If I had a pitchfork, I would have stabbed him, then hung his corpse in the cattle field. Okay, that's extreme, but he gets me so fired up with his condescending attitude and rude comments. He has every right to be upset with me, but Lord, it's been six months. I would have thought he'd be over it by now. Apparently not. I could be the bigger person and apologize to end our little spats, but I refuse to stroke his ego, especially after he criticized my pastries. I'm not a spoiled, entitled rich girl like he and half the town thinks, and I've worked my ass off to prove that. I opened my bakery without help, then learned how to make delicious muffins that are also healthy. There are limited places to eat here as it is, so offering gluten-free options makes my shop stand out. People travel from all over for my pastries, so I know it was the right decision. Baking has been a passion of mine since I was a kid, so being able to bring my dreams to reality is my best and most successful accomplishment to date. My cousin Mila helped me get the B&B as a daily client. The bishops pay well, and I hope it'll help spread the word about my business. Most of the guests aren't from around here, so they wouldn't know my shop even existed without a variety of my pastries being offered to them each morning. After my night with Braxton, I really thought I'd never see him again. I don't know why I reacted the way I did, but I freaked out once I realized what I'd done. Sleeping with someone right after meeting them is not something I do, nor want to be known for. Between being stood up and drinking straight tequila, I was impulsive and embarrassed. I knew any chance of a real relationship forming after that was unlikely, so I just wanted him out of my house as soon as possible. I figured he was just passing through town or visiting, considering I'd never seen him before. I was even more shocked to realize he worked on the bishop's ranch. I'd been there dozens of times since Mila moved here, but I really only went to her and John's house and didn't venture out around the ranch. Once I told Mila about our night together, she made sure to give me proper shit for it. Then she told me I should go for it and give him a chance. It was easier said than done after my outburst the morning after. Once we saw each other again, things were tense and awkward, and they haven't gotten any better since. He continues to make my life hell whenever we run into each other. Now I'll have the pleasure of seeing him each morning at the B&B if he plans on being there at his usual time. I try not to think about our night together, but truthfully, it's all I envision when I'm alone and taking care of my own needs. I can't help it.
though I really wish I could. Just the thought of his lips and hands on me sets my body on fire. Too bad we can barely speak to each other. I'm up early each day to get fresh muffins, cupcakes, and pastries ready for my customers on time. So when a guy like Braxton shits all over them without even trying one, I instantly get defensive. Though I'm sure he does it to piss me off, I'm not going to allow him to see how much it affects me. For the past three days, I've done my best to ignore Braxton and his insults when I make my delivery. I'm pretty sure he gets off on it now, but I won't let him break me down. I know my food tastes amazing and my customers are happy, so that's all that matters to me. Presley, hey, I greet as soon as she steps into the dining room. Morning, how's it going? She asks, taking a plate and piling food on top. She sometimes meets Colton here for breakfast, which I find ridiculously cute. Not bad, I guess. Exhausted, but can't complain too much. I flash her a sincere smile. Any wedding plans to announce? I ask eagerly. Colton gave me nothing when I asked him the other day. Presley laughs as if she's not surprised. Well, just little odds and ends. My older sister Callie wants to help, so she's flying here for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's awesome, I say. Hopefully I can meet her. Of course. I'm hoping I'll be able to talk her into moving here, but don't tell her I said that. She laughs mischievously. Slowly, I look around to see if Braxton is here yet. And when I realize he's not, I release a breath of relief. Guys are running behind this morning, she states as if she caught me searching for him. So you don't have to run off today. I roll my eyes, pretending not to care. You want to come out with Colton and me this weekend? I could use a girl to drink with so he stops giving me shit for my girly drinks. I laugh at the way she groans. Since I close early on Saturdays, I won't be so dead tired, so I actually consider going. And be the third wheel, I pop a brow. I don't think so. No way, I'll help you find a hot cowboy. Please, 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 please. She bats her eyelashes and pouts out her lower lip. Ugh, fine, I smile. But no tequila this time. The next morning rolls around quickly, and I'm glad it's finally Friday. This week has been long, and I'm ready to sleep in an extra hour tomorrow. I do my normal delivery to the B&B &B and somehow miss Braxton again, though I'm sure it's not by accident. He's more than likely avoiding me. Coward. I make it back to the bakery just in time to flip the closed sign to open. I have my morning regulars who anxiously wait for their muffins and coffee. The elderly ladies in this town love their routines, and ever since I've opened, my bakery has become one of their stops. Morning, Charlotte, I greet as soon as she steps to the counter. I have a poppy seed muffin with your name on it. I smile wide. She's in her 80s and in great shape. Don't forget my raspberry truffle, she reminds me like she does every time. I'd never, you're my favorite customer. I bag her items and hand them to her. I think you say that to everyone, she snickers, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Tell Mr. Davis I snuck a donut in there for him too. 
I flash her a wink, and she shakes her finger at me. You know a way to a man's heart, Charlotte begins, is through his taste buds. So I've heard, I chuckle. Then why are you single, dear? You're a professional baker. You should have a line of men waiting for your hand in marriage, she tells me earnestly. I snort, not meaning to, but I can't help it. Not sure, I shrug. Guess I intimidate them all. I half smile, wishing that were the truth. You gotta go out there and fetch them. They don't just come crawling to you, darling. Men are like fish. You have to bait them properly. I'll keep that in mind. The corners of my lips tilt all the way to my eyes at her advice. Hell, maybe she's right. I'm going out tonight to do just that. Chapter 4 Braxton I repaired fences and ran miles of barbed wire for the entire day. After I finish, I head home and quickly grab some leftovers from the fridge, then jump in the shower. Once I'm done, I put on a button-up shirt, some clean jeans, and my nice cowboy boots. I'm going out tonight and can't wait to drink the thoughts of cat away. Since it's Saturday and my day started a little later, I was able to avoid seeing her this morning. I skipped breakfast Thursday and Friday, so I haven't seen her for three days, which is a relief. After I'm dressed, I grab my phone and walk to my truck. Before driving off, I text Colton and let him know I'm on the way over. Colton. Wanna just meet us there? To know how long it's gonna take Presley to finish getting ready. Braxton. You put a ring on it, and you're instantly whipped. See you there. Colton's reply of a middle finger emoji makes me laugh. I drive straight to the honky-tonk where I plan to drink and dance the night away. Though I'm happy he found a nice girl to settle down with, I can't help but wonder about myself. Between my reputation with women and my reservations, dating hasn't been easy. And to make matters worse, I have cat poisoning my mind. I blast the radio hoping it'll put me in the right mood and decide I'm going to have fun tonight. Soon I'm parking and walking inside, heading straight to the bar I order a drink. I'm not surprised to find the dance floor crowded since there isn't much else to do in this town. As soon as I have my beer, I down it in a few gulps. I'm ordering another one right as I hear my name being called behind me. With a smirk on my face, I turn and see Colton and Presley and following behind her is Cat. My smile transforms into a scowl and I turn to face the bar. I'm pissed and annoyed considering Colton knows the whole story. A moment later, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I swivel around and am face to face with her. What are you doing here? Cat asks, shooting daggers at me. I roll my eyes, wondering if the universe is laughing at me right now. Shaking my head with a grunt, I grab my beer, then go to the dance floor. I know Colton followed me when I feel a firm hand on my shoulder. I'm sorry, man. Presley told me she invited her after the fact, he shrugs. I couldn't uninvite her. That's rude as hell, and my mama taught me better than that. I glare at him, not entirely believing his lies. 
If Presley's trying to play matchmaker or have us reconcile our differences, it's not happening. I don't think you have to worry about that. Not after what Cat had to say about you. He chuckles. Your next drink is on me. I narrow my eyes at him, curious as to what she said. How about the next five? Colton waves his hand in the air and walks back to Presley and Cat. I finish my beer and a waitress takes the empty bottle, just as a cute little blonde smiles at me from across the room. I shoot her a wink, and she walks over. Hey, she says, looking me up and down. I love her confidence right now. Hi, sweetheart. Want to dance? I hold out my hand and she happily takes it. Wrapping my arm around her waist, I pull her tight and we glide around the room, twirling and turning to the beat of the country music. I'm Leah, she tells me. Braxton. Nice to meet you, darling. I pull her in tight as a slow song begins. When I look past her, I catch a glimpse of Cat watching us. Our eyes meet and she quickly turns her head. Cat can talk all the shit she wants, but she's mighty intrigued by what I'm doing. So maybe she can't get me off her mind either. Leah and I dance the night away, and eventually she's replaced with a cute redhead. Knowing Cat is witnessing this brings me nothing but joy. Colton and Presley step onto the dance floor and make out like teenagers at prom, so I randomly keep tabs on Cat. A man walks up to her and makes small talk, which I knew would ultimately happen. She's the prettiest girl in this place, even though she probably has the worst attitude of them all. I'm half tempted to give him a warning, and when her body language says everything I need to know, she's not into him, I lock my eyes on them. She's being polite, chatting with him, but he's standing too close and she keeps taking a step back, which only causes him to step forward. I'm trying not to be rude to the girl I'm dancing with, but at this point, I'm worried about Kat's safety. The asshole grabs her wrist and tries to pull her onto the dance floor, but she's not having it. He moves closer, violating her personal space, then tries to kiss her. I quickly excuse myself and see nothing but red as I cross the room. I'm too damn sober for this since I've been dancing and not at the bar. I step between Kat and the idiot, forcing the space she's tried to create for the past ten minutes. You need to back the fuck up, I demand, pressing a hand to his chest and literally pushing him back a step. I should beat the shit out of this guy for not understanding when a lady isn't interested, but somehow I keep my temper in check. Don't touch me, asshole. My girl and I were having a chat. He attempts to intimidate me, but his breath reeks of alcohol and cigarettes. Instead of beating him to a pulp, I push him again, harder this time, and he stumbles back and falls on his ass. She ain't your girl, I correct. What confuses me the most is when he bounces up like he hit a trampoline and rushes toward me with his fists drawn. You want a fucker too, huh? He yells, attracting attention to us. She's mine. I claimed her. People surround us and I see the bouncers making their way over. All it takes is one swing and I lay him out flat. There are too many eyes on me and Kat, which I know she tries to avoid considering her parents basically own half the town. Looking at her, I notice she's upset. 
I reach for her so I can make sure she's okay, but she rushes out the door. I quickly follow her. Are you okay? I ask as soon as we're outside. She spins on her heels, pointing a finger in my face. You should have minded your own damn business, Braxton. I don't need you riding up like some knight in shining armor trying to save the day. I had it under control, she hisses. Are you sure about that, cat? I don't think the guy was getting the hint. She takes a step forward and jabs her finger into my chest. That's not your decision to make, now is it? I don't need your help, Braxton. I shake my head, tasting the venom in her words. A thank you would have worked just fine. Before she can reply and before I get arrested, I walk to my truck. I know she doesn't want my help, but I make sure she gets in her car and drives off before I leave. I don't give a fuck what she says. No man will ever be allowed to take advantage of her on my watch, and if she doesn't want me to intervene, then she needs to stay far away from me. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Things, is, things are getting interesting. Kennedy Fox, if you like her style, or their style, their writing duo, if you like their style, you want more, I know you do. They have a free book out right now called Taming Him. It's, uh, it's free on Amazon, Monday through Friday of this week only. So go snatch that up ASAP. Uh, I put all the Amazon links down in the show notes. Their entire backlist is available on Kindle Unlimited. If you're a Kindle Unlimited reader, I'm going to put that page down in the notes as well. And they also send out like a serial in their in their newsletter where they like drop a chapter every week. So you definitely want to get in there, get that. And yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with more. So thanks for listening. And we love you guys. I love you guys. And talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.